red items are now. That is a name that um, Keanu Reeves saw on set. This is like, I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, you know, it, it kind of works. Awesome about the tour is people like you. Good. I love the applause. That's cool. <laughs> there we go. Thank Hi, Joy. Everybody, welcome. We are so excited. This is, are you ready to get the show on the road? Let's go. Y'all, I just want to come to you for a quick moment and share with you my new most favorite collagen available. This is a special marine collagen. It tastes like grape juice. It is delicious and you will see an unbelievable change in your skin and in your hair after only a few treatments. I'm going to share with you more information. Hang tight and go to our personal website to get some of this collagen right now. Look at that little bottle of amazing. Technically, that's not its name. Its real name is Isogenics Collagen Elixir. And inside that tiny little bottle of amazing is crammed so much goodness. It's hard to know where to start. So we'll start with you, or her, or him, or any of them. Inside each of us is a protein called collagen. Collagen is the most abundant protein our body produces. But as you get older, your body produces less collagen, which contributes to wrinkles and saggy skin. All of us at Isogenics believe you deserve healthy skin. That's why we had to find a better way to give you the collagen your body needs. And in pursuit of this better, we looked at all kinds of collagen. And it turns out marine collagen is a close match to human collagen. So we dove in and got to work. We figured out how to source our marine collagen in an environmentally conscious way. Studies show marine collagen is made up of the same types of collagen found in our skin. So the collagen peptides in our elixir are efficiently absorbed so they work from the inside out. Next, we looked at packaging. And what makes that little bottle even more amazing is it's made of 100% recyclable glass, which is not only better for the environment, but also allows our elixir to be sealed to prevent unwanted oxidation. Now, if you add a premium tiny glass bottle of delicious Isogenics Collagen Elixir to your Isogenics routine, you'd get a boost of five grams of marine collagen in every bottle. You'd also get key amino acids to support your body's collagen production, combined with vitamin C, zinc, biotin, and superfruit ingredients like goji, aloe vera, and acerola berry. And imagine unleashing all those essential vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants to your body every single day, all with no fishy aftertaste. You'd be positively glowing with healthy and nourished skin, real well-being from the inside out. People will ask you, what's your secret? Then you can show them our little bottle of amazing, but please remind them that's not technically its name. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Great to see you today. As you can see, today is October 12th. This is the day we are recording. That doesn't mean this is the day you're going to see the show, but I like to keep that up there so that you have an idea of when the show was actually recorded. If you are new, please join us over on our website, beautyforashes.tv. You can text the word B4, letter 4, A, to uh, 22828. So text, it's a hard one to say. Text to 22828, the word B4A, and then you'll be on our mailing list and hear about all things coming up. And I promise you, I don't inundate you. I barely have time to send one email a month. But if you would like to be on our mailing list, go ahead and do that. Um, we are on Rumble, Rideon, Clout Hub, Gab TV. We are no longer uploading to YouTube, so just be aware of that. Um, 
God's been great. And we've got more people that are following us on YouTube, even though we're not even uploading there, which cracks me up. Um, but those are the places you can find our content. And then of course, always on our website. All right. Well, today we've got Pastor Todd Coconato back. And y'all know one of my favorite things is Hollywood and talking about the entertainment industry. I love when I get guests who have stepped in that world, understand that world and see what that world has been doing to our future generations, to our children, to our minds. Um, and so we're going to just have a conversation today. We're going to talk about a lot of different things. You're going to love this show. So grab your coffee and let's get the studio audience warmed up and welcome Todd into the show. It's my favorite part, my studio audience. I love How you doing? it. Oh, I'm great, Tanya. I love your show. It's so awesome to see what God's doing and expanding the territory. And it's just such a positive show and God is using you. So great, great, great to be here today. Oh, thank you. Well, it's such an honor. I, I sometimes sit back. I've been doing this a lot the last couple of weeks and just going, I, I'm like amazed. I sit back and go, God, how did you do this? I mean, I remember when I came to the first Reawaken tour, which was in Tampa, last summer and seeing everybody and just like, I mean, y'all, you know, everybody was like a celebrity to me, you know, and that's how it is when you go to these, I get it. You know, people are on stage and now to think that like, I can call some of you, my friends is just unbelievable to me how God does stuff like that. Oh, well you, you are definitely a part of this group. And in fact, I think you're speaking at the Reawake America tour in Pennsylvania. Am I correct? Yes, we are. I'm so excited. Yeah. going to be, teaching and talking about what it is to be a modern day Esther. And that's really the call that I've kind of felt that I had in my life. And honestly, everybody I keep talking to, I really feel like there's an open portal right now, um, if you will, of kind of that anointing of being an Esther. And I kind of think it actually started when Amy Coney Barrett was put in place in the Supreme Court. Um, because men, women, everyone I speak to, they always have a point where they start telling me their backstory and they go, and it's kind of funny because like I went through that and God kind of used that to prepare me for now. And I said, that's because you were prepared for such a time as this, just like Esther was. That's right. 100%. And you know what I love to see too, is God is really raising up women of God in this hour. And, uh, you know, I've taken a lot of flack. I don't know if you saw on social media a little while back, but, uh, I have a, a lot of support for women, you know, my heart uh, for women in ministry. And, uh, I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, there are going to be people that are probably write me just for saying what I just said, but yep. uh, I really believe that the Lord is is raising up women. You know, one of the reasons why He's raising up so many women too is because the men have failed, unfortunately, in stepping up in a lot of aspects, especially in the body yeah. of Christ. So it's not that God doesn't want men to step up; it's that men, for whatever reason, are not. So hopefully, uh, that will change. I think we're starting to see it change. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of women of God like yourself that God has anointed, and we need. Esther's and Deborah's and yes. uh, Priscilla and Aquila kind of, you know, like Aquila and JL's JL's yeah. one of my favorite. I'm like, I want to go and drive the tent peg into this, the head of the devil. Like, you know, yes. but again, I think a lot of that comes back to, and I mean, you're, you're pastoring now. And I mean, you've been doing this for a long time yep. when you start to really get into the word and start to dissect it and study it as if it's a book like in college where you are studying the word to understand the stories, understand the history. This is real. It's yeah. not It's not some foreign thing. And I've had people, I've made that comment where I've said, we've got to get back in the word. And people come after me like, why are you always saying we need to get in the word? I'm like, because we do. Like, I mean, that's just common sense. You know, if you want to learn about what you believe, yes. you need to study 
the character of God and what he stands for. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Bible says study yourself to be approved, you know, and uh, this is what, I, you know, my people die for what? Lack of knowledge. Why do you have lack of knowledge? Because you don't read the word. Um, there's syncretism going on right now with other false religions. There's all different types of false teachers out there. You know, the Bible even said in the end times this is what would happen. And we're seeing this and it, I think it's accelerating. And so this is really a time to have discernment, to know the word, to hide it in your heart. And even with prophetic words, you know, I'm all about prophetic words. Sometimes the Lord will give me a prophetic word, but they should always uh, be in line with the word of God and uh, always bear witness in your spirit. And so, you, you know, you have to be astute in what the word of God says in order to know that. And so uh, there's just I, I'll tell you this. I've never seen somebody who loves the word that's been a failure in life. I, every person that I know that loves the word is successful and they're also set up for success, not only here, but eternally. And so, uh, you know, anybody that has a problem with that, they lack the understanding of all the, the wealth and knowledge and just the blessing that it brings in your life as a believer, you know? That's so good. Yeah. That's so, what are you seeing? Like, because I, I know, I mean, I'm seeing the same thing and I would agree with you that there's a lot of uh, false doctrine, if you will, or, or even not even maybe, I mean, I guess it is false doctrine, but a mixture, right? A mixture of kind of what I would say is the new age and kind of that world. And also those people still going, but I believe in God. I believe in the Bible. Like talk about that because I think that's an area that a lot of people aren't talking about. And it's, it's pretty vital. It's very prevalent right now. It's super prevalent. I think it's, um, you know, because of the people that are so disturbed at what we've seen in the church in America, where the seeker friendlyism and the mega church culture and celebrity Christianity, what's happened is there's a subculture that's developed, which I think, you know, in totality is probably a good thing. I mean, there's a remnant that's rising. And so, but the challenge in that is there's also a lot of unchurched, um, you know, people that really don't know the word that have kind of raised themselves up simultaneously. It's kind of mm -hmm. like the Bible talks about the wheat and the tares coming up at the same time. And so they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof, like the Bible says. And so mm -hmm. this is the challenge is that that's why we have to know the word of God and be lovers of the word of God, because, you know, and anybody can do that. You don't have to go to Bible school. You don't have to, you know, even go to church. I mean, obviously, I, I encourage people to be part of a body because the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. But, you know, I know it's hard to find a remnant church and some people just say, I can't find one. And so whatever situation you're in right now, you do have to be a lover of the word and know the word. And not just on Sunday, Tanya, you know, like, right. I think that's the other challenge. You know, even at our church, you know, we have people that, you know, would watch on Sunday and then it's like, that's it for the week. And I always yeah. tell people like, no, like you got to be in the word every day or at least as often as possible. I know we're all busy uh, because there is this syncretism and there is this deception and this is one of the ways that the devil uses to allure the saints, to confuse the saints. And a lot of people are walking around in deception. And, um, and so we just have to be careful of this because there are charlatans out there. There are false prophets. There are people that have ill intentions, unfortunately. And as Christians, we want to just look at everybody's potential. And, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. very positive. I, oh, that, you know, they're a good person or whatever. But, you know, some of these people are literally uh, selling a bunch of goods that are nonsense and, and lies from the pit of hell. And if you follow it, you're going to get really messed up. So this is where we have to use that discernment, you know? Yeah, that's so good. And, and you know, I was thinking when you said you've got to be in the word every day because some of the things that it's such a fine line and it sounds 
very close to what the word would say until you dive in and and actually learn the entire word as a whole, right? You know, it's like you could take bits and pieces. I mean, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. So it's very easy for that new age to go, well, we're light. We're just going to, yes, there is truth to that. Because if Jesus is in us, his light shines through us. But if we eliminate Jesus and we're just talking light, well, now you've gone down a path that's not really biblical anymore, you know? Oh, what you're saying is spot on. I mean, the devil's not going to knock at your door in a red suit, you know, and, and, <laughs> and horns and be like, hey, here I am. You know, the Bible says he comes as an angel of light. He, he comes looking real good, you know, and a lot of times, you know, looks at what you long gaze at, what you stare at, you can't read your mind. So he's looking at like, you know, what's this person's open door? You know, where can I, where can I get in their life and, 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 and start to pull them away from the things of God. And so, uh, like you said, the world uses key terms. I mean, look at the left, look at the left. And, you know, they say they're about inclusive, you know, inclusivity and all this stuff. And, and really what, what they're pushing is Marxism and communism and evil and from the pit of hell. But a lot of their, their talking points and their phrases sound really good. And this is where a lot of people get caught up. Like they're saying, oh, we care about the migrants and, you know, we care about women and we care about this and that. But in reality, if you really dig into all those policies, it's very self-serving. It's not true. Um, look at Black Lives Matter, for instance. I don't want to get too crazy here, but, you know, let's just be real. Do they care about the black babies that are being killed? You know, and more, more black babies are killed in New York City every year than are born. But you don't hear them talking about that. So do their lives matter? You know, so a lot of these organizations and these talking points and, you know, whoever it is, they, they use a little bit of God. And then they use a lot of deception. That's what the devil did in the Garden of Eden. He said, you know, is it you know, really not OK to eat from that tree? Did God really say that? This is what he's always been doing and he's still doing it. And so this is where I think a lot of believers, you know, unfortunately get caught up. And this is why we have to be in the word. Yeah, that's so good. And, and it's so true. And I, I always had someone tell me this years ago and, you know, I was going through like some inner healing and I was like, but I get, I, I'm like offended. Why do they say that to me? You know, that really is rude. And, and uh, this person said, you've got to remember every time you get accused, look for the piece of truth because the devil has to find a little piece of truth to start from because he can't create. So he's wow. got to find something that's a little truth. And she's like, so recognize that that piece is truth. Fine. But the rest is the lie and then separate it. And I thought, wow, that's a great way to look at things, you know, and like we were talking uh, off stage, there's a lot of accusation out there right now. I don't think people realize. I mean, I, I literally like I look at myself as doing this as just, you know, like I'm like, oh, I hope a few hundred people will watch it. You know, that's kind of my my hope. Right. right. But I mean, I've been dealing with stuff here. People are coming after me from doing my livelihood, like, which is insane. And you were saying, I mean, you deal with that. And I don't think people realize if we're going to stand on the truth and, and doesn't mean we have to be out there waving flags and screaming at the corner. We're just standing for truth. The devil doesn't like that. And he is going to send people the acute. He is the accuser of the brethren. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, uh, a lot of people think that this is like glamorous and, uh, you know, oh, look at, they have such a great life. You know, honestly, I often think like, wow, what would it be like if I could just go to a nine to five again and then, then you know, go to oh, sleep gosh. at night, not have a, Tell me about it. you know, I, I deal with a lot of, uh, accusation, as you said, a lot of people that are very angry, people that make threats, um, 
you know, there, there's all these different layers, the media, you got all these different, they're always looking to catch you up on something you said, or, you know, and, and, and you just never know when a situation could turn really bad. Um, so you have to be very, you know, on your, on your toes and, uh, you know, kind of careful. And so, um, you know, the reason why we do this, I'll be honest, I have a little daughter. Um, I want her to have the future that I have been able to have. Uh, the freedoms that I've been able to enjoy, the country that I've been able to enjoy. And we see some very scary policies, some very scary things that are happening right now. And so I feel like it's my duty as a father, as a patriot, as a Christian, most of all, to take a stand and to speak for what's true. And there's a lot of pastors that just think, well, if I just stay out of politics or I stay out of this or I stay out of that, they're going to leave me alone. Listen, I'm going to tell you, if you're preaching the Bible that's the ultimate goal here. They're, they want to come after Bible-believing Christians. When Joe mm -hmm. Biden got up there and there was that red screen behind him, you know, and, and he said what he said, and he, and he said, well, there's some Republicans that are okay. Yeah, he's meaning like the rhinos and the establishment people, but he says, but the MAGA people, you know, well, the MAGA people to me, and in my spirit right away, I felt what he was targeting was Bible-believing Christians. And that's, right. that's where this is headed. And so anybody that doesn't realize that, I, you know, I would, I guess I would dare you, you know, put up a post or two and, and see what happens and see how quick, you know, if you don't think we're in a spiritual war, you know, I've been talking a little bit about witches, uh, Tanya, which, yeah, you know, I've been so, seeing, so, I love it, which I don't talk about a lot, but, you know, I talk a little bit about witches and uh, man, if you don't believe there's an occult, if you don't believe there's witches and all that stuff, put up a post or two, but be ready, be ready to deal with the spiritual warfare uh, because it will come and uh, that yeah. it'll just show you how real this stuff is. And, you know, that takes me back to Hollywood. You know, Hollywood, when I was in Hollywood, uh, the Lord allowed me to see all these things. And uh, a lot of people thought it was conspiracy or, you know, I kind of hear about that. But is there really a casting couch? Is there really, you know, these people that do all these things? Well, I saw it firsthand and I know that it's true. And I really believe the Lord was preparing me. You know, it's kind of like my lion and my bear scenario, you know, uh, for what we're dealing with today, you know, so these things are happening. They're true. They're real. This is the reality. So the truth is, do we want to embrace what's real or do we want to live in a fake bubble and pretend that it's not real and think that, you know, it's going to be okay? Yeah. And it's really interesting because the occult, the witches, that side, they all believe in it. Yeah. They believe that it's real. They know what we're saying is real. Yeah. Or they wouldn't be coming after us. It's interesting. It's the, it's the, whatever you want to call it, the, the still asleep Christian yeah. who is the one that's saying that's not real, that we're not going to look at that. We're not going to accept that. That's a crazy because <laughs> Satan, Satan himself believes and knows that there's a God. So if we as Christians are going, we're going to ignore that, we are ignoring half of the scriptures we're ignoring the whole reason jesus came he came to die to go down take the keys from hell so that he can claim once and for all he has all full authority and now we can have that when we walk in him so if we can't even acknowledge that there is this evil i mean we're totally doing a disservice to what jesus even died for you just nailed it. Um, you know, people often say that the devil's biggest lie is to convince people he didn't exist. And that's honestly, you know, a lot of the church, I mean, people that I read some of the Barna statistics and it's like mind boggling, like how many pastors don't even believe in a biblical worldview? Like what in the world? Why are you a pastor then? What are you doing? You know, I mean, and, and to me, I just think, man, I'm going to stand before the King of Kings one day and I'm going to have to answer. And I know leaders are held to a higher standard. 
I don't want to be the guy that says, well, I didn't preach that part of the Bible or, you know, I didn't equip the saints that, you know, looked at me as a pastor. My goodness. So I, I don't I mean, if you want to be a motivational speaker, just be a motivational speaker. You know, if you want to be a celebrity, you know, go to Hollywood, try to be a celebrity there. Um, this the church is no place for this. You know, we're mm -hmm. servants. We're we're people that are supposed to be equipping the saints and, and speaking the truth. And uh, I think that's kind of how we got in the situation we're in right now in, in the country. In fact, I know it is. And so the, the church has to rise up. Pastors have to speak boldly. Uh, we have to address all these issues, including the occult, including mm -hmm. all this. Stuff. I mean, children are being snatched away at record pace right now. I mean, the borders are open. There's an invasion going on at our Southern border and sex trafficking is like, you know, all time highs. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff that people don't even talk about, uh, yeah. but it's happening. And so are we just going to ignore it forever? Or when it, when is the moment where we're going to say, Hey, this has reached a critical mass and we have to do something, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's, that's so good. Let's take a quick break. And then I would love to come back and have you share you know, some tips or whatever, some encouragement, because I mean, I see this and I know that there's, well, we'll talk about it after the break. There's, there's a lot in there, but I would love to dive into that a little bit more. So everybody hang tight. We will be right back. Hello. Are you interested in reverse aging? What about blocking unwanted fats? Y'all, these are the products you've got to try. I have been using the Infinity Oil on my face daily for about three months now, and I can't tell you how many people tell me I look like I'm aging in reverse. I don't know what to tell them other than this is what I'm using on my face. I'm also using the Infinity Boost capsules every single day, and I'm watching fat just drop off me like I've never seen in my life. You've gotta check these products out. This is the highest, best quality antioxidant available. Three-in-one health solutions, timeless skincare, block bad body fat, and the best antioxidant, all made from muscadine grape. You will love these products. This is an antioxidant like no other. The muscadine seed is higher than all other berries available. Check them out now. Order yourself a timeless box. I like to call it the Esther's Timeless Pack. Go to b4a.myinfinity.com now. You are going to love these products. And then send us a note and let me know how they are impacting your life. God bless y'all, and I'll see you next time. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So before the break, we were talking just about kind of the insanity that so many believers and churches, um, you know, don't see the reality of what's happening really is the bottom line. They, they're okay with what's happening in Hollywood. They're okay. You know, and, and the reason I think I always go back to Hollywood is because that's what is distributing the media. So that's, what's distributing the voice and the images and the themes and, and the discussion points around what's going on. I mean, imagine if we had no media, well, we wouldn't know what was, you know, what this fake administration would be saying, right? It's only because of the media. And, and we wouldn't know through if we didn't have social media, the kids wouldn't be seeing, the kids would be outside playing, you know, like it was before. Yeah. And, and you know, technology is a tricky thing because there's always good, but then it also can be used for bad. Yeah. But like, what do you say to people that are just you know, either they just don't see it or two, they, they say, I don't have the time. I don't, I can't bring that into my life. I don't, I don't have the capacity for that. 
Yeah. Well, it's time we, we can't be, you know, they, they often talk about the silent majority. You know, we can't be a silent majority ever again. That's how we got. I mean, we got to just take look at some of the things that are happening right now. You got to you got a drag queen story hour that's happening all around the country where a man that's dressed as a woman is coming. And, you know, all these little kids are being exposed to this. This is supposedly a good thing. I mean, some of the pictures, some of the some of the videos that I've seen come out of some of these is so grotesque uh -huh. and so sexually explicit. I mean, where they're doing like all kinds of, you know, basically like stripper dances, you know, yeah. and, and, and putting some of these kids on their lap. I mean, what is the point where, you know, some of the Christians or some of the patriots or some of the people that have not said anything? What What is going to be your breaking point? I mean, what's it going to take? You know, that's my my question. You know, I mean, and that's just one aspect. I mean, you got critical race theory where they're literally teaching students to be racist. You got these corporations, these woke corporations that are, you know, taking their white employees and telling them, hey, you're racist. You know, how, how can you just paint that broad brush on everybody that's white? I mean, and yet people are just accepting this stuff. And there's so much of this. I mean, they're saying men can be women and women can be men and people can be cats. And I mean, you know, it just yeah. goes on and on and on. This is the level of depravity that we've reached. So, you know, I know it's uncomfortable and, you know, you don't want to deal with the flack and you don't want to deal with the, the people in your family or your friend circle that's going to come against you if you say anything. But my question would be, what what do we risk if we don't say something? I mean, this is a slippery slope. It's just going to continue getting worse. They're trying to, you know, say pedophilia is OK now. I mean, yeah. it just keeps going more and more and more depraved. And so we have to say something. We have to push back. There is a majority. This is the good news is that many people are waking up. Uh, we are seeing a pushback. That's why they're trying to censor because yeah. they can't win in the court of public opinion. And so the only way that they can really stop the truth is if they censor. So, of course, that's yeah. what they're doing. Uh, but, you know, I still think that, you know, with all these alternative platforms, like you mentioned, Rumble and Telegram and, you know, Brighteon and all these great patriots that have put together these sites, you know, the truth is getting out there. And that's why, like the Reawaken Tour, we see thousands of people all around the country. You yeah. know, uh, the revivals that we're doing around the country, we see thousands of people coming out. So this is the good news. But I would encourage you if you if you are one of those people that's still kind of sitting on the sidelines, it's time to get in the game at some capacity um, do your part. God will put something on your heart. Look at Tanya. She's doing this awesome podcast. She's stepping up. Yes, there's people that are attacking her and accusing her, but she says, you know what? My country's more important. My kids are more important. And most of all, my God's more important. Yes. So I'm going to do something. And so different people have different things. Some people get involved at the local level. I, I highly encourage that. Some people are going to the school board meetings. Some people are having Bible studies at their auto shop or their coffee yeah. shop or whatever it is. But we got to do something because if yeah. we do nothing, it's going to continue to go in, in this horrible direction that it's gone and uh, we could lose our country. I mean, we're, we're basically on the brink of doing that right now, but I think God has given us one last chance here. And mm -hmm. uh, that's where I'm encouraged is that I see revival breaking out yeah. and I think it's going to go full steam pretty soon here. Right now it's like pockets of revival, but the streams are coming together. And so this is where I'm encouraged. I'm about to go down to Florida uh, to a major, uh, you know, event that's going to be happening down there. Uh, you know, we're going to be at Reawaken in Pennsylvania. We're going to be up in Branson uh, next year. We're going, I think, to 49 more states with uh, His Glory and doing, you know, revival. Wow. You know, there's all different, and that's just, you know, one orbit. There's many different things happening. Yeah. Uh, maybe you have a different group that you're hanging with, but there's, you know, there's similar types of things. So I'm encouraged by that, but I also think we have to do more. And we have to pray and ask the Lord for strategy. Like you said, this is an Esther moment. 
And, uh, you know, it's time, you know, I often equate it also to, uh, you know, Elijah and, and yes. Mount Carmel. And it's like the prophets of Baal versus the prophets of God, you know? And so we're on the winning team. We got to act like winners. You know what I'm saying, Tanya? That's right. Yeah, that's right. It's it's so good. And share what, because the His Glory is now doing these revivals and the tent revivals, and I've seen them, but share more about that because I don't know if everybody's fully aware of all of that's going on. With yeah, them. we just were up in Ohio at uh, this revival center and it was the first one and no one quite knew what to expect, but you know, a great turnout came out. Many people were delivered and healed and set free and we're still getting testimony from that day. And I think everybody that was there was like, wow, this is way beyond what we even thought God would do, you know? And so, uh, you know, you mentioned Julie Green was there, you know, uh, of course, Pastor Dave and Amanda Grace and, you know, all these amazing, I mean, the, uh, the resistance chicks and just oh, a, awesome. a great group of people that came out, but uh, a lot of Ohio people were there because it was in Ohio, but, you know, uh, we're going to, we're going to, I mean, according to Pastor Dave, and I think, you know, he, he's a truth teller, I, I, you know, we're going to go to 49 more states. So wow. uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about what God's going to do in this whole thing. You know, that is awesome. And people can get, um, do they get tickets? Do they just show up? Like, do they, how do they find out? Do they just go to the, his glory. You know, website? It, it, yeah. If you just stay in, in, you know, up to date with what his glory is doing, I mean, we're all going to be putting it out on our social media. As soon as there's another event, you'll okay. see it, you know, but, um, but yeah, his glory will post it up on their events page and everything like that. Yeah. And people can, I want to make sure everybody knows that they can go to your website, toddcoconado.com. And that way they, do you have your church? Do you stream your church service? I up do. There we, every Sunday we thought. stream and we're on multiple platforms, including Brighteon. Uh, you know, uh, love, um, you know, everybody at Brighteon and Mike yeah. Adams, and, and, you know, he's a great guy. And so, uh, yeah, it's really cool what, what God is doing with the Sunday service. That is awesome. Wow. So what are you, what have you seen like with where we are now and your time back in Hollywood, which, you know, was what, how, how long ago was it? Like 20 years? Yeah, it was over 20 years ago. 20 later. years ago. So did you, like, are you seeing things now that when you look back, you can go, wow, they were prepping. They were, they were putting things out there in preparation for what we are seeing right now. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's really what kind of awakened me on my personal journey was, you know, because of that experience in Hollywood and I saw what was going on there. And then I started looking into government because there was a plumb line from Hollywood to government. I started realizing the connection and how government and our Intel community and different things were using Hollywood to push narratives, to push social conditioning, to uh, all, all types of pre, you know, preemptive programming. And I mean, there's so many different levels. I mean, we could probably just sit through hours. We should probably have like a workshop sometime or something because yeah. literally could go through hours and hours of this. And, and there's so, I mean, there's so much proof. There's so much evidence. It's not even, you know, you can look at Operation Mockingbird. You can look yeah. at all these different things that are so, I mean, they're just out there right in the public archives, but most yeah. people just don't want to do the research, you know? So now here's another encouraging thing though. And, and I don't want anybody to get booed or whatever, but you know, uh, I think it was Kim Kardashian just made an appearance in public somewhere. And it was like, everybody was booing her, you know? And it's I like, saw that. Th this is what's going on because, you know, for years, if you think about it, there's been a progression and Tanya, you'll totally get this, but you know, if you go back to like the 1800s, there wasn't really celebrities. You know, there was right. kings, there was presidents, there was people that were of prominence. You know, you think of the P.T. Barnums and people like that, that, you know, people knew who they were and stuff, you know. But but there wasn't celebrities until, you know, until the 20th century, basically. And, and then you had this modern, you know, rise of radio and then eventually television and then the movies. 
And so this put certain people in a position that really uh, people were never in until this time. I mean, like I said, there was Kings, there was, you know, Nimrod or guys like that, but there wasn't, you know, there wasn't celebrityism like there was. And so people started idolizing these people and they had so much influence and so much money. And, you know, and so the, 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 the powers behind the scenes, the Wizard of Oz, if you will, they were using these people to push things to push social conditioning, to push. And so for many years, we were all in the dark about this. We just thought this was the way the world was. You know, you'd watch Walter Cronkite or, you know, you'd watch the late night show or whatever. And that was just the world. And there was only so many channels. And so that was where you got your news and your information. And you just kind of believed it, you know, because, hey, this is the way it is, right? Yeah. You know, then the internet comes along and all of a sudden there's this explosion of information and now we're in an era, if you think about it, where anybody can really be a celebrity. Uh, you know, I mean, all of our friends have shows and that's a good thing because we're speaking truth. Yeah. But think of all the other people that are influencers and all these other people. So now you have this social media world where there's YouTube stars and social media, TikTok stars. And, you know, and, and this isn't really regulated by the powers that be, although there probably yeah. still is some, you know, some conditioning there and things like that, you know, but. But so this is a whole new era now. And so not only is it the celebrities that we saw in the 20th century, but now anybody can be an influencer and anybody can be a celebrity. So that's why we're seeing the explosion of information, good information and disinformation. And this is where it really takes discernment. Uh, But I think this is all part of the end times. And we're kind of getting to an apex moment here. And the Bible even talks about an explosion of information that's going to happen at the end where people think they're like God or they are God. And this is what we're seeing. Um, so with this, there's the expose and now the regular celebrities like the Brad Pitts and those guys, you know, people are starting to say, well, wait a minute, you're a fraud, you know, or you're, you're, you're not who you say you are, you know, you're, you're bought and paid for, you know, you're not really living the life that you portray. And so all this truth is coming out and it's disruptive. And if you see even the Hollywood films, they're struggling to try to figure out, you know, all they do is keep producing more Marvel films because they don't know what else to do because they're not getting people to watch them. And first of all, there's so much content available, but second, people are kind of turned off to those celebrities. Now they, they realize, Hey, these people aren't real. You know, we want real. So we're in an hour where people are looking for authenticity. They want real, they want, they they don't want the, the fake stuff anymore. They want somebody that's speaking the truth. They're hungering for truth. And I think that's where, you know, they're trying to censor because there are people like you, like me that are speaking truth. And they want us silenced. And so they're doing their best to do it. And so that's the battle that we're seeing, you know. That was such a good, like, wow, such a quick recap of how we got here in the entertainment world. I mean, that it's really true. It has not been that long that this celebrity-like mindset I mean, I remember growing up and going to Disney and, you know, I want to be a princess when I grow up and I want to have a fairy tale. And when you start to dive into those fairy tales, the parents are both killed off usually. I mean, the women are usually like, I mean, Snow White, she's like taking care of living with seven old men. Like, give me a break, you know, or I, I mean, you could go into every story and find this real weird twist that is not reality. And if it was reality, would be absolutely sick and twisted and nobody would want it. And yet that was portrayed and still somewhat is to our kids as this is the life you want. You know, you want to be a celebrity. You want to be on big screen. And I've been hearing Hollywood is kind of vacant. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been hearing that it's I mean, it's just not the same. And I think it's all coming down, quite frankly. 
Oh, no, it is. I mean, this is what's going on. You, you look at, there was just like a show, Little Demon, that they were trying to come out yeah. with, you know? And it's like, you know, you think about who are the people that are sitting in these rooms like, hey, let's have a show and call it Little Demon. About and the Antichrist. You know, I mean, like, what? What are you talking about? Like, who's coming up with these ideas? I mean, what sick person is yep. sitting in some room? Because there's got to be some people sitting in a room that are coming up with it. Who are these people, you know? Yep. So that's where I think it's it's kind of crazy. And, and people are starting to notice this stuff and stand up. And I think they canceled that show. Uh, hey, I was just going to say that show got canceled, which was great. That was huge. It was. I mean, but I think they got six or seven episodes out. Yes. But at least it's canceled, which is great. And I just got word, I forget that I forget what it was, but there's another one that I believe they just pulled as well, which is great. I mean, this is when the people speak yes. and say, nope, we are not going to, we're going to take our money from you. You want to do that? Fine. We're going to get rid of our membership. Well, that's how we have the power to make a difference. That's it right there. You know, uh, I've been talking about this for a while, alternative ecosystems, you know, finding these alternative platforms, not living in the Babylon system. We have to come okay. out from among them. And that's where we are. I really believe as a body of Christ is, is that we can't live in this, you know, muck and mire anymore. We got to come out of it and, uh, you know, expose it, come out of it and live in the alternative system. Even with the economy, we see the U.S. economy, the global economy going into recession, possibly worse, all different types of very egregious, scary kind of things. But if you're in God's economy, you're operating in God's economy, you're a giver, you can't outgive God, you know, that's protection on your finances. Um, we have to come out from this Babylon system in all aspects, pharmaceuticals, every area uh, that we're seeing. I mean, look at the uh, medical freedom people, the, the frontline doctors. And, yeah. you know, there, there's people being raised up in every sector that are speaking truth. And it's and they're trying to it's like whack-a-mole. They're trying to yeah. shut us all down and, and silence us all. But there's just too many. And so we need more pastors to speak up. We need more Christians. And that's why I really believe, Tanya, there's been people that have been hidden for this hour, remnant people, I call them, that are hidden and God is raising up these people. And, you know, it's not about our name. We're not trying to be famous or, you know, I tell people if I wanted to be famous, I would have done that in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why would I be doing that in the church? You know, we, this is about the Lord being about his business, uh, you know, occupying until he comes. The That's Bible right. says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. And so we are meant to go out, to cast out, to drive out, whether mm -hmm. it's Hollywood, whether it's government, Whatever area it is, we have to take back the territory for the kingdom of God. Now, they'll say, oh, Christian nationalists, watch out. You know, here's here's how I'm getting them back on that. And so far, it's it's a winning strategy. I think it's going to be a winning strategy because if they call you a Christian nationalist, you break down the word. First of all, is Christian bad? Are you saying Christian is bad? Because our country was founded on Christian principles. You know, uh, look up the Aiken Bible. It was approved by the U.S. Congress. The Continental Congress had a bunch of believers praying and declaring the Lord. You know, I mean, look at the Puritans and all the different people that established this nation. So that's a losing argument. You know, nationalist, that just means somebody that loves the country. You know, you love the, well, so are you supposed to hate the country? You want us to hate the country? You know, right. there's people that are elected right now that actually hate the country. Well, they shouldn't be leaders in this country. You know, right. if they hate the country, they should get out of here, you know, but what's the alternative to a Christian nationalist? Well, I, I say it's an atheist globalist. So if you're oh, that's saying, good. I love that. If a Christian nationalist is bad, you're basically saying I'm an atheist globalist and that's good. So globalism is good and being godless is good because so far lawlessness hasn't worked out in any society in history. 
and I don't see it working now. So mm -hmm. th those are losing strategies. And, and if you're trying to say that Christian nationalists are bad, but atheist globalists are good, we got to look at you. Who are you? You know, you know what I'm saying? That is so I'm going to after we're done with this, I'm going to go back. and I'm going to write that out because I need that. I, that's what I uh, that's the, the accusation. This is a Christian nationalist. Why is that bad? Yes, I'm a Christian. And yes, I love my country. That, that was how I responded. Is there anything wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. But I love that atheist globalist. There you I go. Could, There's the I could even take it worse. I could say satanic globalist, you know, but I'm, I'm trying to be nice here. Uh, but, you know, they use these weaponized terms, whether it's conspiracy yeah. theorist or far right or, you know, you know, Christian nationalist. They, they, they use these terms. And, and the whole reason why they use them is they want people to be silenced. They want yeah. people to say, oh, I don't want to be called that, you know, so yeah. I better not say anything, you know, and that's their way to keep everybody in line, you know. Well, and I think they've heard it. I mean, they, the administration has been saying it. They've said it out. I mean, look at he said the MAGA Republicans are the most dangerous. Are you serious? Are you serious? Like, give me a break. Where have they, you know, but when that's what the media is portraying, when the media starts using these terms, because the people who are repeating them, I don't even think half of them know what those terms mean. No. They just hear it and they repeat it, you know, and that's what our, that's what we've done for generations. And that's what so many of us are waking up from and recognizing we can't just take what we hear, repeat it and think that that's. Like, you know, do a little research on both sides. Go do a little research and see these words you're using because you're not even using them properly. That's right. I mean, if you want to start somewhere really easy, just Google this. You can even use Google, which I don't even like Google. But if you want to yeah. use Google, you can use Google. But, you know, just put in uh, mainstream media, six corporations, you know, and you're going to see that 90% right. of the media is owned by six corporations. These are the yep. same woke corporations that are pushing all the nonsense that we just talked about earlier. So, do we expect these people to tell us the truth? Uh, if you if you want to look at a second thing, look at Operation Mockingbird, the Church Commission. I mean, they literally came out and said we have our own operatives in the media. And you think that stopped? Of course not. You know, so right. just be a researcher, like Tanya just said. I mean, that's the key. And you're gonna you're gonna find so much stuff, and all of a sudden you're gonna be awake. And the first thing that happens when you wake up is that you you first you're like, oh my gosh, this is real. And then you go, oh, man, I'm mad, you know, because you start getting mad that, yeah. that these people are lying and their nefarious agenda. And, and there's all different types of stages when you wake up. But the key is yeah. to not have your heads buried in the sand, you know. That's right. Man, so good. So, so good. So uh, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, we I would love to come back and uh, dive into, the, you know, all the government agencies that have been involved in uh, the entertainment. I've. I had spoken a few weeks ago um, and had a slide that showed those six main conglomerates and everything that they owned underneath. And it's everything. They own the news. They own the weather channel. They, you know, when you start really thinking about it and you go, you know, a lot of people will go, okay, so we know we were lied to about this part of 2020, or we know we were lied to about this part of the virus or, you know, people kind of have their little parts that they'll agree. Right. Yeah, that's true. Well, just step back and go, if you were lied to about that, what else are you being lied to about? I mean, come on. It opens a can of worms. I mean, it, you know, as a pastor, how many families have reached out to me and said somebody that took the Fauci ouchie is now in trouble, you know, medically. Yep. I mean, I hear it every single day, Tanya, you know, and we tried to warn people 
Yeah. And I'm not here to like, you know, make you feel bad if you took it. I mean, if you took it, just pray and ask the Lord to protect you. You know, just like he heals cancer, he can heal you. And I believe he will. So don't live in fear. But, you know, we say these things because we care. There's nothing that I get out of it. In fact, right. I just get attacked. And, you know, yeah. after, that's really what I get out of it. But other than that, we don't get anything out of it. We just love people. And we yeah. want to see you set up for success. And, you know, the best way to do that is to have a relationship with the Lord, because that's going to give you the strength and the endurance and the wisdom and the discernment to, to navigate these challenging times, you know? That's right. Yeah, it's the only thing. It's the only way we're going to get through this. I, I mean, really and truly is to be in the presence of the Lord, to know who he is, know his character, know what he says, know what he's saying. Yeah. Um, there's no way we're going to get through these days without that. Thank you so much for being here. It's been such a pleasure. So great to see you again. And you can't well. wait to see you next week out in Pennsylvania. Likewise. It's going to be good. If you're in the area, come on out to Pennsylvania. If you can go to Branson, come on out to Branson. We'd love to meet you in person. And uh, let's take a stand for this nation, not in a violent way, but in a righteous way. And let's take back the territory for the kingdom of God. Amen. Great ending. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us. Go in the shalom of our Lord God. We will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, political instability. All of these can have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. But they can also cause gold and silver to go up. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Buy gold, buy silver, buy now, but buyer beware. Precious metals companies are not created equal. As a PhD economist, I have been in the financial, economic, and precious metals business for three decades. The philosophy of my firm is people over profit. I encourage you to read my bio to learn more about me at kirkelliottphd.com. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, 401k, and outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets any longer. Call 720-605-3900 or visit KirkElliottPhD.com. For great content, go to beautyforashes.tv.